0: and hello Miles. What's up Jason? So Miles let's talk about our week. Uh, we had a great week of coffee didn't we?
1: Yeah we did. We were invited to a tasting class with Rebecca Smith who's our right. head educator at Groundwork.
0: Yeah yeah. She Remember was, Rebecca? Yeah she was on the podcast a few weeks ago when we compared three different types of brewing with one coffee to see how it dramatically affects the
1: flavor when you brew with different styles. Last time we switched it up we went Three different kinds of coffee yeah one <laughs> method. That's right. She, the cupping method. That's and right. And there's a very particular way that professionals will, will cup coffee. The proportions, the process. Yeah. Timing, so that they can figure out what the flavor notes are. They're gonna put on
0: on the bag, on the bag. Yep, yep. Which
1: coffees they're gonna they're gonna purchase for their store. Yeah, I think they use this for multiple reasons. It's
0: it's the way you taste coffee. And she invited us to cup these coffees and and help us better learn how to pick the flavor notes from the coffees. And it was a great experience, and I think we learned a lot because she what she did is she turned the bags around and we cupped the coffee and we had to figure out what notes. From each cup were on the bag.
1: That's right. So three bags. They seem to always have like three different notes on each bag. <laughs> yeah, I at think, least. Yeah. How many did we get? Like one note out of no. The nine? I think.
0: <laughs> I think we did better than that in some cases, especially the uh, I Ethiopia. Think we're tone deaf, Jason. but no, I don't know about that. <laughs> But uh, what we did do is we did learn how to do it. And what we're going to do today is share what we learned with you, the, our listeners, so that you can appreciate coffee more when you go out to different coffee shops. You can taste the difference between the different regions and the different uh, roasts and the different roasters. So uh, that's what we're going to do. So let's get to it. Miles will be sharing what we learned what, from Becca. We'll be playing this coffee notes game to see if we can figure out what we did ourselves. And we'll be talking about our week, our kids, and, of course, coffee on this Espresso edition of Coffee Café. Coffee Café! Coffee Coffee, Café! Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest shops, introduce you to some remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter, and tell you about all the incredible coffees you have to try. And on our express shows, we give you an even more personal perspective at how we see coffee. So, Miles. Jason. We're tasting today.
1: <laughs> what a great cafe this is. Your Dining room table. <laughs> We've got two bags of coffee. Yep. We each got it from our respective uh, clubs. That's I'm right. L.A. Coffee Club, and you're in- And Trade Coffee Club. The Trade Coffee Club. Yeah. Yours
0: uh, Yours is a local uh, coffee club where you, all the local roasters in L.A. and, and That's the surrounding right. areas. Mine is a national uh, club where it, they use roasters from all around the country.
1: Yeah. So, I brought a bag over to your house. You did. And you- I had not
0: seen your bag of coffee. You've not seen my bag of coffee because we're trying to hide the notes uh, uh, for so we don't cheat on our little uh, game that we're going to play.
1: That's right. So I brought uh, I brought a bag called Unity. Oh,
0: from Unity Roasters. Yeah, Unity good roasters. roasters. Yeah, very popular roaster. Yeah,
1: it's Colombian. Oh, it's a Colombian coffee. All right. That's right. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to give you any uh, hints here. No hints, but. Uh, uh, what did you bring?
0: I brought uh, from Sweet Bloom Coffee Roasters. They're out of Denver, Colorado, and this also, Miles, happens that's to my be city. Uh, that's right, a Colombian coffee, uh, and it's uh, from Nariño, Colombia. So this is going to be a, a Colombian
1: coffee off. <laughs> you know what I like about this bag? What's that? Which I had noticed is that when they say what the the notes are at the yeah. bottom, uh-huh. they say we taste. Okay. They don't tell you that there's hints of or, or anything. They just That's tell what you, they hey, taste. here's what we're tasting. Well, I... And that kind of gets to the whole point of there is no right answer to all this stuff. It's all, you know, it's kind of fun to, to taste it and see if someone else tastes the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I suspect as when you're putting three notes on the bag or however many... There's a bit of marketing involved. You think so? In that too. You think so? Or, or I
0: mean, I would think as uh, specialty coffee roasters, they they take it extremely seriously. It's it's their passion. It's their of their life, so that they want to be as as accurate as possible. And I guess it's also the the how well they taste
1: or how uh, experienced they are in, to get those uh, the notes right. I think you would probably look for a slightly more exotic description of your coffee oh. of a note than. Than you could use otherwise. Oh, and for instance, you never see just honey. It's always like clover honey. Ah, okay. All right. so it's but, all fair and it so, makes sense, yeah. and and actually that might actually be the real taste because I can't, I don't know the difference between the two. <laughs> well, let me
0: tell you, clover honey is delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why
1: would why wouldn't you put that one on there right, instead sure. of like regular honey? Yeah. But Anyway, all I right. think it's cool that, that they that they say, hey, this is what we're tasting. And yeah,
0: uh, no, I uh, and I think that's a brilliant. Mine doesn't have that lovely thing. It just well, says yours this has the correct answer. Mine just Great. says here's so exactly I what you
1: <laughs> <laughs> If you don't taste this, something is wrong with you.
0: That's true. <laughs> well, you know, usually. When you're drinking coffee, you don't think about the notes. You just, you know, you're talking to people. You're there reading your texts or whatever, and uh, and you just drink the coffee. But it's it's uh, it's great because uh, to to take a second and actually appreciate the coffee. Your like, notes
1: are usually sugar and cream,
0: right? <laughs> That's right. A lot of times it is, <laughs> or whatever else you put in cho- coffee. That's but if you're drinking a milk
1: it, note in this one,
0: <laughs> if you're drinking it black, yeah. uh, then you get to taste what the the real flavors are of the coffee. Yeah, and it's like going to a a really nice restaurant when you go, uh, you, you, you spend a little more time tasting the food because you're paying so much for it. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. And I think it was interesting, what a, a point that Becca made, which was that even in most cases, you're not really paying attention to to the taste that's in your mouth, you know, or like with, with what right. you're eating or yeah. drinking. You, you take it. You're just eating. And, you just yeah. eat. You're just, and it's good. You can tell that it's good, right. but you, you don't pay like really close attention to like what, you know, what is it? What about this is good? That's and I right. think that like the people that do this professionally and are really good at it are ones who can pay more attention and then be able to describe those differences. It's like Eskimos having a million words for snowflake or snow. Okay, there you go. You know, there's like... For some people, just snow, but for others, you know, once you're paying close attention to it, you can really pick out the difference. Do you
0: happen to know any of the Eskimo snow names? I only have like three words. Which snow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's not ask you. I don't want to ask that question. There are skiers' words. It's like powder, packed powder, wet snow. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, so what we're going to do today is, uh, like we said, we're going to we've cupped these coffees. Miles and I have already gone through the process. And if, for those of you who don't know, cupping coffee is like the simplest way to brew coffee. You get uh, how many? The, what is the ratio, Miles? You get twelve grams of coffee. Twelve grams uh, that is ground to like a sand-like uh, consistency. Right. Playground, Playground sand. Playground
1: sand. Thank you very much. Yes. Not beach sand, Jason. <laughs> Not hourglass sand. No. <laughs> and then no, you but can, that that is you know that's yeah. important. And you get twelve grams of that.
0: And then what else? 150 grams of water. Right. And how does how does the cupping process work? If you want to try this at home, Miles
1: is going to explain it to you. You pour the 12 grams of coffee into a cup. Right. And then you put the 150 grams of, of water. You know, I think it's between 195 and 205 right. degrees. You wait for four minutes. Okay. And then at four minutes, you'll have a bit of a, a Crust of like you know the, some of the bubbles and the grounds are at the top. Yeah, the top layer kind of hardens a little bit. Yeah, you break that apart, and right. You get a good whiff. Yeah, you get should that. be smelling this along the way. But yeah. the the first real good opportunity to get like a, a, a really good smell
0: is uh, the aroma is when you crack that thing open, yeah, right?
1: You, you break the crust.
0: Yeah, and 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 we by the way we learned the difference between aroma and fragrance. Aroma is when uh, coffee has been brewed and it's wet, right? And then the fragrance is the dry smell of coffee. That's that's right.
1: Yeah. So you uh, break the crust. Break the crust. Take a smell. Then you skim the rim. So then you basically just take all the, all the stuff off the top right. that's been there. Yeah. Take a couple times and, and, she and said it out. Yeah, she
0: said with two spoons, you oh, just literally just taking the grinds off, keeping all of the water in there as best as you can, as much as you can.
1: That's right. Then you take another good whiff and see if anything's, you know, see what it smells like. Right. See, it would be an aroma because the coffee is right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) I did learn something. Go ahead. (laughs) Then, after about 11 to 12 minutes total, so you're already four minutes in, after another eight minutes or so, then you start the tasting process, which is you take a spoon, Uh you dip it down into the coffee, you slurp it. Now this is the fun part. <laughs> it is. It's noisy. You <laughs> slurp it. And she and she speaking
0: of noisy, she said, "You want it as loud as you possibly can, because what you're doing is you're aerating the coffee as it enters your mouth, right? Right.
1: Spraying it all over the inside of your mouth. Yeah. So that you can get all the flavors. Uh-huh. Right. You so want you it can... all over your mouth. Yeah." Was <laughs> something so going what? wrong with this podcast? <laughs> yes, and uh, and then you spit it out, but yeah. that's really a matter of uh, well, yeah, how you, much coffee you've already had in the right, morning. Right. I didn't really have <laughs> a cup this morning, so, so. you just kept drinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you slurp it with a spoon. You you get you try to taste what you're getting, and 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 let's do it in order because the first thing you want to yeah, taste. This
1: actually helps the knowing what to try and taste first. And right, trying so to isolate it.
0: It's first the thing you first go for is the acidity. Right. What is it like? Is it lemony? Is it uh, a grape-like? Is it a grapefruit? You know, you try to figure Sulfuric out what these- Sulfuric acid. You know, well, let's not yeah. get that <laughs> Well, it could be if it's a bad coffee. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be. And then what's after that? The sweetness, right? The sweetness is
1: after that. Yeah. So that could be honey, clover honey. It could be-, it could be uh, Maple
0: syrup. It could be syrup. It could be it could sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Brown sugar. All the different types of sweetness. Nectar of agave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's next what's it was the most exotic sweet thing you yeah oh of. there you go because for marketing things go ahead molasses uh, no
1: i wouldn't want to taste that but i don't like molasses but go ahead and, and then after that it's yeah. what uh after
0: that uh you actually taste for flavors so what's that like nuts and chocolate yeah so? so yeah flavors is uh the 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 chocolatiness the nuts the the fruitiness whatever it is that's the third thing you go after which is the flavor
1: There you go. So so, that's the process that we used.
0: Right. And so uh, it sounds complicated, and you can really do this with a a regular cup of coffee.
1: You don't have to cup. Right. But We're just going through this for the fun.
0: That's right. And because, hey, we wanted to see if we we, actually
1: learned anything. (laughs) And if this is how you bring out the most notes, we really need all the help we can get. That's true.
0: (laughs) So uh, what we've done now is uh, Miles has his cup of coffee over in front of him, which is from my coffee club, and I have in front of me the one that he brought. And we're going to uh, see if we can pick out the notes. Now, we haven't come up with a title for this game, Miles. Uh, you I, put flavor challenge. Yeah, I was but, giving you a hard time. Yeah, because, because uh, everything we do is a challenge. <laughs> but what, So do you have a better uh, title, maybe? Uh, you know,
1: the, Guess uh, the notes? Guess I don't notes know. Are, we'll have to... Uh,
0: no, no, I want a title. Well, we should come up with a title so that it sounds more official. How, the, the note guest game? Or no, that's too musical. Uh, how about uh, the flavor challenge? <laughs> Yeah,
1: let's do the flavor okay, challenge. Okay, see, I come up there with a the a challenge.
0: <laughs> Nothing's for fun. No, well all right, the flavor fun challenge. How about that? <laughs> the flavor fun challenge. How about taste the difference? Oh no, we've already done that. Sorry, that's been taken.
1: Straight mark. So, yeah, straight mark. All right. So uh we've got, I gotta say before we get in the, oh. the most fun part about this yeah. was watching you yeah. as Walter White in the kitchen <laughs> with uh The 12 grams, 150 grams, if it was off by even just like the slightest tiny little bit, you were not having any of it. No, no. I said, it's good enough, it's good (laughs) enough. It started feeling like an episode of Breaking Bad, you being Walt and me being Jesse. It's fine. It's close.
0: (laughs) No, it has to be It's not fine. (laughs) <laughs> it's gotta be this the right has to, to be precise. <laughs> Absolutely, I completely agree uh, with him. So there you go. Uh, so all right. So what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? So uh, we're, so let's
1: just say. Why don't you just say what you? Uh, all right. So, what uh, you tasted?
0: I've tasted. Uh, I have my notes here. Yeah, right. Right. We did the cupping, and here's what I got for acidity. All right. Okay. So and typically on the bags they'll pick a fruit that kind of gives you the sense of the acidity. Or something, or some some note that's uh, the sense of acidity. And I got, it's like a green grape acidity, you know? Uh, not a sweet one, but just that very tangy acidity. Okay. All right, so that's my acidity. Then the sweetness was kind of, for me, between a baker's chocolate and a dark, really dark chocolate. So it's like not very sweet. <laughs> Almost cocoa you know, okay. like a, a cocoa type, and then the uh, the flavor for me was very nutty, uh, walnuty, kind of burnt almost, uh, and and pr- and I'll even say it had a little taste of like prunes. How did I do? <laughs> How far off this am I? This is great. So you
1: said it had notes. If you were writing the the bag, you would say it's notes of green grapes, yeah. dark chocolate, <laughs> yeah. and prunes.
0: Yeah, like a little a touch of prune. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what? I think you actually came kind of close on the nuts and and uh, prunes because wow. there's fig bars in there. Aha! Oh, How about yes! that? Yes, yes. The rest of it. You tasted something different, all right, so that's let's fine. here. So the notes were chamomile tea. oh, uh, clover honey and fig bar,
0: all right, Clover honey, really? The
1: sweetness of clover honey, I didn't get that. But well, here's the different? thing. Yeah. if you mix chamomile tea and clover honey, yeah, you might get the same thing as mixing green grapes and dark chocolate. Maybe you have something <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Together they sound different, or uh, separately separately they sound sound different. different. But if you mix them together, there you go. (laughs) You know, it might be the same thing,
0: maybe. But I got no sense of chamomile tea, and I know the taste of chamomile tea because I drink it a lot. So well, keep working on it. I guess I have to. All right, so that's me. I didn't do too bad, I guess. I got. No, yeah, you got. All right, I'm very proud of myself. You know,
1: as a as a bonus, Can you guess uh what color fruit? This is a rare single bag lot. It comes from young plants bearing only what color fruit?
0: So the fruit? Uh, I, well, it, it can't be red because that's typically the color. Yes. So I, it's red?
1: No, that's typically <laughs> okay. the color. All right.
0: So then I'll say uh uh a uh, uh dark purple, orange, <laughs>
1: dark, or dark purple.
0: purple. <laughs> Does it even get dark bourbon? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I, you know, I don't grow coffee, but I certainly drink a lot of it. The name of this coffee is orange bourbon. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Did it taste like orange bourbon? No, it did not taste like orange bourbon. Uh, well, you know what? Thinking about it, maybe it did kind of taste bourbon-y. Huh, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, Unity Coffee—they make great. Uh, they're great roasters. This one's good, but I would have never guessed a cup of the chamomile tea. Never. Yeah,
1: it's. I tasted it. I, yeah. I like the coffee. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. All okay. right, so
0: uh, that's me, Miles. Now uh, it's your turn. Uh, we have the Sweet Bloom Coffee Roasters from Denver again. This is my Colombian. That was your Colombian. What did you get, Miles? So let's. So for
1: the acidity, I yeah, got uh, yeah.
0: orange. Orange. Like, as a what kind of orange? Just a, a regular orange
1: from, uh, or a, a mandarin orange, or just an orange? See, this is where the marketing comes in, right? <laughs> like, I taste the orange. Can I even. If I had an orange in front of me, would I be able to tell the difference between a mandarin orange and a regular orange? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, a mandarin orange <laughs> is a better marketing thing, so okay. I will say mandarin, mandarin <laughs> orange. <laughs> okay. That's better than, like, a navel orange, All right? All right, sure, yeah, yeah. For sweetness I was getting, I thought it was, like, honey at first, but then I felt like it maybe more, like, molasses-y. Like, there's a little some extra to the sweetness. Mm. And then for the uh, flavor... I didn't get much here. I was trying to I was kind of grasping at straws. Right. I don't think I'm very good at this by the way, but no, I uh, think you're fine. The, <laughs> I was getting like if I had to, if I had to guess a third one it would be like a mild nut like an almond.
0: That's interesting. An almond. Well, uh, let me tell you how yeah. you did, Mal. here. <laughs> All right, well this is again from uh, the Alejandro Ahumao Nariño Colombian coffee from Sweet Bloom and you said first the acidity was from an orange. Uh, their acidity what is what did our survey say? <laughs> survey says? Uh, well, they don't really list it specifically, but I'm going to go with that. This is the acidity of a nashi pear.
1: Oh, a nashi pear. A nash-y. See, here's the, It's not a pear. It's, it's, it's a, a nashi pear, pear. <laughs> like a pear that you All wouldn't right. even be able to tell. Maybe,
0: maybe you're onto something there. Uh, the sweetness, and again, these notes are working together. So You said molasses. <laughs> survey <laughs> says no. Uh, they said dates dates, oh, okay. the sweetness of a date. And again, these are part of the notes. And then you said the flavor, uh, kind of topping off the flavor, uh, you got almondy, almond kind of flavor. Not it? strong, though. Not yeah. strong. All right. Uh, they have cola.
1: <laughs> so I assume it's, is it C-O-L-A? Or? C- it's
0: a C-O-L-A, uh, cola. So that
1: probably is like the like, like the, the drink. Drink, right. And okay. cola nut is K-O-L-A.
0: When I tasted it the first time, I actually did taste more like a Coca-Cola taste. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's very mild. It's just that 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 sweetness, or so that it's corn syrup. Uh, well, maybe yeah. Coca Cola, pretty is? much, yeah. Well, let's see. You got orange molasses and almond. It's dates, nashi pear, and cola. How do you think you did? <laughs>
1: You know what's funny? Uh, The notes that are out here, if we were actually tasting the exact thing that the note was. Yes. I'm not sure how many I would get.
0: Well, there you go. And she actually suggested that. Yeah. Grab the ingredients and taste them side by side to see if it matches up.
1: Yeah, a nashi pear. I'm not even sure I've seen a nashi pear. I don't
0: think I've ever had a nashi pear. It sounds delicious. It does.
1: (laughs) It sounds (laughs) like a dainty little Japanese pear. There you go, yeah. I would Packed try. with flavor. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and which is usually the best type of pears. It's a Japanese pears. Well, pears. that
1: was interesting. You know what we should do next time? What's that? Taste the same coffee that neither of us know what's in it, and then we can guess taste oh to see so, if we line up
0: oh that's a great idea but there's yeah. our next espresso. so
1: we can both be wrong <laughs> together in different ways instead right. of in separate ways
0: yeah I it's fun to do this and and again uh, this is not going to change your regular coffee routine but it's it's like again it's take a moment to taste it and see if you can pick out the notes for yourself and you're gonna learn to appreciate coffee more when you do these kind of little experiments and then you get two roasters like we did two Colombian beans or two varieties of Colombian the difference is are almost opposite.
1: And if you want to improve your palate, you know, next time you go out to a nice dinner instead yeah. of sitting there and having a nice conversation, really focus in on your food. Don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Think of where the flavor is hitting your mouth. That's take right. notes yeah. with it. No, don't take notes. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. But at least, but you're right. <laughs> Leave me <laughs> alone. I'm writing.
0: <laughs> Hang on. I got to take my note. Uh, no, it, I think you're right. I think you just uh, take the time to uh, taste the food as in you're taking the time to taste the coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and you know, uh, still go get your regular latte and mochas or whatever you want. But uh, try this and see what you think and let us know. We always love to hear what our audience has to say about the coffees that they're trying. So uh, you can always hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you about that. So, now that we got the flavor front challenge out of the way, uh, let's talk about our week. How was uh, your week? Week was good. Yeah. How was yours? Oh, mine was uh, lovely. I, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about one thing that we all experience as parents is the meltdown. What's I, that? <laughs> <laughs> when you have a meltdown, no, or your no. kid has a meltdown. Well, uh, no, we're going to specifically focus on the kids. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's always an interesting thing because there's different types of meltdowns. You know, there's the hunger or the hangry meltdown, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the worst one is the tired meltdown uh, because it's really hard to come back from that because usually you can throw food in the kid and, and, and they'll be better a few minutes later. But with a tired one, there's only one solution, and it's the solution that they <laughs> least want to take. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. But
1: usually it, it can sometimes happen automatically.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You get crying, tires you out, you know?
0: Well, I guess, but when it's reached to the point of, um, like, they're going to pass out yet. They'll never admit it. They'll never say, oh, I'm tired. They'll always say, oh, I'm fine. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So uh, let me tell you about what happened here. We had a great day. We were doing the usual stuff we do on a weekend, having a good old time. Typically, especially on weekends, but sometimes during the weekday, we'll have family game night. And family game night is always great because we all get to pick a game. And usually it's a board game and Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is, you know, is fun. So last night when we were playing Family Game Night, yeah. you knew, you could see in the eyes that the boy was kind of tired, but you know, it looked like we would be okay because it was still maybe an hour and a half away from bedtime. So uh, we said, Well, what game are we going to play? And mommy got the pick, and mommy said, Well, uh, uh, let's play Rummy Cube. And then immediately, which is unusual because yeah. he's like, Oh, let's play, play, play. No, I don't want to play that. It's like, Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> but mommy wants to play rugby. Oh, I don't want to play that. I don't want to play that. Oh, I don't, don't want to play that. It's just not any fun. I don't want to play it. But he usually likes playing rugby. Sure. So he says, well, I want to play Monopoly. And look.
1: Uh, oh, I know where this is going. I, I the Monopoly the, meltdown I, is like a bonus No, meltdown. No, no,
0: no, no. I, yeah, I love Monopoly. It's a great game. However, it takes
1: forever to finish. That's why the Monopoly meltdown is so good. <laughs> The one where you have, everyone's got money and pieces and and property, and someone gets upset because someone's trying to go after their mortgage (laughs) and really take them down, and you add some tiredness to it. Uh The board flip on Monopoly... is there's no other game where you can have a board (laughs) flip like that, is there?
0: No, I don't think so. You're right, because there's so much going on. There's so so much going on. There's no
1: recovering from a Monopoly (laughs) board flip. At at that point, game over. (laughs) Yeah, that's why it's just the ultimate (laughs) Well, (laughs) anyway you were saying.
0: And by the way, uh, for those of you who care (laughs) and play Monopoly, most people don't know this rule, which happens to shorten the game, is that when you land on a property, you have to buy it or it goes up on auction. So uh, that's a big tip for sure in the game. It, it, it's huge. It it saves you days. <laughs> this tip brought to you by Jason. There you go. So that's besides the point. But so we the Monopoly. We're like, oh, we don't really want to play Monopoly because we don't have that kind of time. And we played Monopoly. It seems like I've played. I told him I've played Monopoly more in the past year than I played it my entire life.
1: And then he started doing the math. <laughs> Here's the math. What percent of Monopoly games do you actually finish that you start? Well, in our case, we finished about ninety-five percent. Holy cow! It. Yeah, that's, I, that's my I, point. I,
0: I'm in like five percent. <laughs> that's my point is that it it goes on, and sometimes we leave the board uh, on there, and we'll come back to it for days, sometimes. But but again, that tip I gave you shortens the game sure. considerably. All right, so we were like, "Ah, oh, well, we're not playing Monopoly." So then he got all upset. We came up with another game, and you knew it was over. The meltdown was already brewing, and it was you knew.
1: Yet onward you went. Well,
0: we had to because he refused to uh, take the Monopoly. We weren't going to bring out the Monopoly game because there was no way we were going to even start it because he had meltdown before we start the game, and we're like offering other suggestions. No, I want to play Monopoly. So finally, he relents a little bit and picks another game. And the game he picks is one of those games that, uh, you know, it's a one-person operation. <laughs> it's it's this angry birds thing, and you build the house or whatever, the thing you throw the birds sure. at. And you th- literally, birds that's your hand size, and you throw it at it and uh, try to hit the bird. And it takes you maybe two seconds to play that game. It's just for him mainly, but he tried to do it. But we played along because, you know, we just wanted to have fun as a family. Well, that lasted for about 30 seconds, literally. <laughs> and then the meltdown. It was just, you know, we could not agree and it was over. And uh, my wife had to talk him down. <laughs> and it was, you know, the big whole rigmarole to get him so that we can get him calm enough to get to bed. You know, finally, when she talked him down yeah, uh, and got him to bed, you know, like, boom, 30 seconds later, he was out. <laughs> No. <laughs> but, you know, it's an experience as a, a parent that is so frustrating because, you know, I know he's tired and I get it, but it's it's hard to uh, uh, stay calm and sane while they're throwing all that emotion at you. Well, then
1: just do it, have your own meltdown back. <laughs> is that the end? Scare them with craziness. <laughs> 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 ah, ah. <laughs>
0: I mean, you have three of them. I can't imagine. Uh, your three boys melting down at the same time i don't know how you we would call end that, that
1: the cryfecta actually <laughs> it's only happened twice <laughs> the cryfecta yeah I like it's happened when it happens we like try and get it on video if possible <laughs> just because it's really rare they can all cry but uh to have them all cry at the same time yeah is actually quite spectacular. <laughs> The fireworks and soups. Exactly. I mean,
0: how do you? But do you uh, do you get out of it? Do you or do you put
1: them in bed? What do you? How do you finish it off? Uh, it depends. I think on the situation. I see. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I stayed calm every time and talked them down like a rational human. Yeah. Sometimes it's just you know, I I, I do that when I can. Right. But
0: uh, it's hard. You're, you're absolutely right. It's just it's hard to be human or be rational a lot of times. And it takes an enormous amount of patience and work. Uh, but it's uh, it's nice when they fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyhow, that was my uh, game night experience. How was uh, your week? Uh, did you have it going? It's good. Yeah. We,
1: you know, uh, I, I told you we got a dog.
0: Oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You know what? We, we should tell the we should
0: tell the story about the dog.
1: Oh yeah, when you brought the we dog the, over, I brought the dog over to. It hasn't had all of its shots, right? So it can only meet dogs that we know are are clean. But yeah. it's good for it to meet dogs. Yeah, and we thought. And this dog is five pounds. What it was two months old? Yeah, we brought it over to yeah. meet your great dane. Yeah, my great dane, who by the way,
0: just uh, we recently weighed, and she weighs one hundred and nineteen pounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How many, what's the multiplier there? Like twenty-one, uh, twenty-two. 22? Yeah. So uh, we uh, brought, I've never seen my dog since that time <laughs> that scared before.
0: Well, it was great because she was, uh, they were both excited. Ooh, we're going to play together. We're good because yeah. my dog does not know how big she is. She just right. thinks she's just another dog. And so they got excited and then they came together and, and in about, uh, I don't know, five seconds. Yeah. Your
1: dog <laughs> stepped on my dog and that was it. That was game over. It that was, was game- they played for five seconds. I think it was five seconds, yes. And then my dog tried. I was trying to hold it. And, and, it's and all like, no, I wanted to do was hide get, in the cushions. Get me away. All right, so you got but a what? dog. But congratulations Thank on the you. dog, by the way. I think that it's fantastic you.
0: that you got that.
1: So I've noticed a couple things as we're, you know, we're, we're in the house training process. Oh, yeah. So it it runs around. Uh, we try to have it go outside, but I have to take it outside regularly. It's like a child. You know, They're, they will pee their pants unless you take them to the bathroom on a regular of basis. Of course, yeah,
0: sure.
1: Um. And so, uh, you know... I had pretty much eliminated swearing from my from like my my normal routine with kids. I've I I gotta admit I I gotta say I've been pretty good with not like with not ever swearing. Yeah, it's something
0: them. that we've practiced since he was born. Before yeah. he was born, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was
1: actually I was doing really well. I uh-huh. thought like I you know you just don't do it around the kids. Yeah, and uh and I very rarely slipped up for any reason. Sure. Lately, with the dog running around, (laughs) I work at home. No one else is home. There's this dog running around, biting everything, biting laundry, biting my shoes, pooping and peeing all over the place. Uh I have swearing has returned (laughs) to my (laughs) normal uh, speaking. Oh, really? Yes. And it helps relieve some of the pressure. That you can't do it with your kids, so, you know? uh, So what you're swearing, saying-
0: Swearing does. Yeah. It's cathartic.
1: Yeah, of course. So I let her have it sometimes. Oh, really? And then I've noticed that, you know, once you open that gate, <laughs> you open that box, <laughs> you got to be careful because kids come back around. It's harder to turn it on and off and on and off yeah. at different times of the day oh. than it is just to have it off. Oh, so you've gotten away with it. I have here and there slipped up. Oh, okay. All right. But I think that the slip-ups have to do with the fact that during the day, when I talk to the dog, it's like just, you know, (laughs) if you start talking like a sailor, (laughs) there's no one around to to put you in check. Yeah, So I I need to like... I need to bring it back. Uh-huh. I think getting the dog trained will will help with that situation. Have have your uh, oh, you the one. kid? Yeah, I was gonna say the kids. Uh, they've been getting pretty good at at, at helping out. Oh. I've been like pleasantly surprised by their willingness to take the dog out. Oh, that's to, great! To help, to take it to go pee and poop in the backyard. Oh, yeah. To clean up. Um, they have noticed that the dog has been kind of like an infant, and in that it wakes up. Super early in the morning, Aha. and that yeah, you need to give it some attention, and then it'll go back down for a nap. Okay, but uh, but my kids, our kids know that that is not getting up at you know five thirty or six or six thirty. It's not something that we love to do with the dog. <laughs> no. And so my oldest one has started using it as a negotiating tactic. Oh, I get this. I'll get up. I'll take care of the dog for you tomorrow, <laughs> which I think is pretty good. That is a good one. <laughs> Once they start, you know, tuning in on uh, on that, uh-huh. no- noticing their own leverage, then th- <laughs> things get dangerous. But then at the same time, <clears> hey, <throat> you want to do this? That's fine. If you ah, it works both like ways, baby. scratch my back, I'll scratch, I scratch yours. yours. Yeah, I yeah. Can't Work out. <laughs> um, I don't want to say which child this was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! As I was about to come over here this morning, yeah. I asked one of the kids to take the dog out. Uh huh. Um, to go pee and poop in the backyard. Yeah. And he takes the dog out, comes back in after a few minutes, and says, hey, the dog next door started barking. She got scared, ran back inside, and said, oh, we'll go give it, like, a couple more minutes, because she she should probably go pee. Yeah. So goes back outside, comes back in after three minutes, wearing no pants. What? And (laughs) says, I had to go pee when I was in the backyard. (laughs) I found a plastic (laughs) cup in the backyard. (laughs) I tried to use it. It's sprayed everywhere. There's kind of a mess back there. <laughs> That's great. And I'm standing there um, an, an hour short of sleep because yeah. daylight savings time. That's right. The right. night before. Yeah. Just <laughs> S-M-H, man. <laughs> That's, That's not what I expected. That is I'm great. Take the dog to go pee. It, it, well, why didn't you just <laughs> pee before you went out? You told me to go take the dog back to go pee. It's like, well, however... I, 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 <laughs> I think it's
0: great because what he was doing really was teaching the dog how to pee. It's <laughs> just me showing my example. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. See? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Let me show you. Why Come didn't here. I think
1: of that? <laughs> see? It didn't no. say that in the book <laughs> written by a so called professional.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: But I bet. I, know, see?
0: Maybe you should consider. It might be
1: onto something. <laughs>
0: when you go out and take the dog to pee. <laughs> I'm sure there's a cup or two back in the back. Oh my god. (laughs) Speaking of cupping, Miles We got these coffees here that uh, we're, we've uh, we've figured out what they taste like now. Uh, <laughs> and this cupping thing that we've done is is a lot of fun. I, I think we should do it more often. Yeah.
1: We leave more confused than when we uh, started. <laughs> it's
0: great. It's great. But the best part of it is we still get to enjoy the cup of coffee.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: So uh, try it at home. If you swallow it. <laughs> well, yeah. You can spit it out, but it's hard to do. But I got to say, well, you're supposed to slurp and, and, and taste and then spit the coffee out. It's very difficult for me to do that.
1: Yeah. I agree. I
0: I, uh, I just wanna just enjoy it even more <laughs> and let it go down the tube. But it's kinda like when you go uh, you know, to a wine tasting. Right. You know, you wanna keep drinking and then before the end of the night, well <laughs> you swallow the wine when you wine taste. Oh yeah, heck yeah. yeah. Oh Jason. (laughs) Anyhow, it's fun. Uh, We highly recommend you do it. and
1: We'll do it again with more bags.
0: Yeah, (laughs) with more bags of uh, coffee and see what happens. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, take a minute and help to support our show by subscribing and telling your friends to listen. That's all you got to do. And it doesn't cost you anything, Miles. Not a penny to subscribe. And tell your friends.
1: That's right. (laughs) Please do.
0: (laughs) Your help keeps our show going, and we really appreciate it. And if you have an idea for the show or just want to ask a question, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our socials and email, too. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to uh, Rebecca Smith at Groundwork for having us and inviting us over for the cupping. That was a lot of fun, and we hope to do it again soon. And thanks to all of you for listening. And until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.